brought to you by Soul Fire Productions. Hello and welcome to Mother the Mother. I am McLean McGowan. This podcast is an offering for all women to gather energetically, sister to sister, mother to mother, to co-create a sacred space for healing, educating, and sharing as we journey through motherhood and womanhood. It is such an incredibly powerful moment in time to be a woman, and I thank you for showing up on behalf of yourself and for all of the women in your lives, past, present, and future, to honor our matriarchal lines, all who came before and all who will come after. Jema. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in today. How are you? What's going on? Coming up on six weeks of quarantining with my family. Tomorrow it'll be six weeks. And wow, what a freaking time warp. Um, On one hand, it feels like it's been forever. And we're coming up on May, which seems insane. It's like, it's almost like time has just stopped. And now, you know, I live in LA and it is springtime. It's gorgeous. Uh, All I want to do is be at the beach. And I can't believe it's almost May. Um, It's kind of like I, I went into another realm on March 13th, as I know many of you have too. Most of us, if not all of us. And um, so much has been brought forward and up and through. And I feel as I've been talking about and sharing and sharing on Instagram and my lives, etc. It's, I think, all part of the process to allow for these things to come up. The deaths must happen for the rebirth to happen. And it's very uncomfortable. And I think it's going to be uncomfortable for a long time. And I'm just talking about, you know, uncomfortable in kind of the esoteric, emotional, spiritual realm. I'm not even talking about the actual physical, which is a huge part of our country and our society. And also want to preface all of my discussions with the fact that I am incredibly privileged. I am incredibly blessed and I'm incredibly lucky. And I don't take any of that for granted. And that's actually been hitting me on the days where I've been filled with despair, which thank goodness it's only been a couple of those days. But it's really thinking of the people I know and the people in this city that are um, really, truly suffering. And it's a um, it's something to hold. It's something for us all to acknowledge that yes, quarantine is brutal and cabin fever and all of that. But um, if you have your health, if you aren't being wrecked completely right now from not being able to work, if you are in a home that feels safe, um, there there actually are um, skyrocketing rates of abuse right now and suicide. And it's really dark. So not trying to be depressing, but I think we need to hold that reality with our own lives because that's how we're going to be of service to those communities. And I think the underlying theme of all of this is each one of us in our small or big ways now have to move forward in a more communal way of being of service. It's not just about our job and our career and making money or um, being a leader within like our own little realm. It's really, 
we have to expand out now. Like that is what we're being called to do. And, um, and looking at what success means, you know, and I think as women, as mothers, that's always being called up into question, which I talk a lot about, you know, success for me is not, um, necessarily a monetary, um, grade, you know, success is how functioning is my marriage, how love filled and passionate is my marriage right now, how my kids are doing, how much fun we're having, how much we're laughing every day. Where's the anxiety level? You know, all of those things. Am I able to cook meals every day? And there's so much beauty that has been bubbling up because of this quarantine time. I mean, I've really have dug deep and over dinner last night, my husband was saying, you know, how much gratitude he has because he feels like he knows all of us in such a deeper way. And I feel the same way too. It's been a real joy for us for to be together and bond in a new way because we have the time, you know, and life is so busy. So, you know, it's all of it. It's, it's holding all the paradoxes. And I think some days are harder than others. And some days I think we just have to know, like, this is a shitty day and I'm going to ride through it with as much grace And maybe I need to set my expectations way lower today. And that's fine. I think we need to allow ourselves for that. And if you aren't following Glennon Doyle, she's been a beautiful touchstone throughout this time. She does a family meeting every morning and it's really humorous and really has helped me in um, not being so hard on myself on my productivity. So uh, for you that, but you know, I, I'm here in it with you. We're all in it and we're all figuring out how to navigate. And one of the biggest themes that keeps coming up for me is not to judge myself so harshly and not to judge others harshly because we're all being triggered in many seen ways and many unseen ways. And the more that we can allow for ourselves to feel the feelings without judgment and allow for our friends, our sisters, our partners, our kids to have their moments of grief or tantrums or acting out um, and not hold it against them and not judge them for it because it's a lot of energy is just seeping out at the seams. And um, a thing I shared yesterday in my IGTV live, for those of you that haven't seen it, was a Glennon Doyle quote, which was um, really powerful. Someone had written into her saying, You know, I want to be women supporting women. I want to feel like uh, the tribe of women. But in my own life, I've really felt that women are the one that that seem to cut me down at the knees or bring me down and, you know, want to see me fail, which is such a sad sentiment also. But I know that that exists for women. I, I haven't had that in my own life. I feel like I must be very blessed that I didn't really have that much, but The way that Glennon spoke to that is a really beautiful, long-winded answer. So I I urge you to go back um, and look in her IGTV lives. Uh, I'll see if I can find the date. But this is a quotation from her that I just, wow. It says, maybe women would stab each other in the back less if as little girls, they were just allowed to stab each other in the front. I'm going to read that again. Maybe women would stab each other in the back less if as little girls, they were just allowed to stab each other in the front, end quote. I literally have chills reading that because, I mean, I feel like we all can relate to that. We weren't allowed to be angry, have our feelings, 
being nasty, you know, it's like we kind of expect that behavior from little boys and just like, oh, boys being boys. I mean, that's such a, a common thing I hear all the time, boys being boys. And it's true. I mean, to some extent, but we're so triggered seeing girls act out or be wild. And that is a practice that I really have to work on with my own two daughters because I have that within me. I have that rigidity. I have that. Um, I don't like screaming. I don't like mess. I don't like a wildness to a certain extent and really having to check myself on the daily with that. And that just really hit home because I don't want, I mean, I really don't want my girls to grow up with that. I mean, I love, I believe in manners and all of that, but we need to allow our kids to get angry and they have a lot of pent up emotions. I mean, yesterday, my oldest had about an hour cry and she's so chill. She's a, like my little Libra queen, so chill, so loving. She's like a little sparkle pony. And um, she was just having deep grief that came up about her girlfriends and feeling left out and that people think she's weird. And, you know, these were like long harbored grievances that she's been holding. Even though daily, my husband and I both spend a lot of time with her, especially at night, pillow talk, like going through the day, what's coming up emotionally. But our kids are having these experiences and we need to allow them to be awkward or messy. So anyway, that really was something that hit me yesterday. And also yesterday was the new moon. Today, as I record this, it's April 23rd. And I wanted to share this card. As many of you know that follow my meditations I've been doing on the live, I love Earth Warriors Oracle by Alana Fairchild. You can order, I think on Amazon or online. And I pulled a card for Ajna Durga, which I'd never pulled before. And it's power of the good. And I just wanted to share this because I feel like most of us could be using this activation during this portal of time. So I'm going to read from this book now. You need never lose faith in the power of good. You need never lose faith in how much you can accomplish as an independent and inspired individual in this world. You need never believe that you are alone or without divine protection. You need never fear evil. The third eye of the divine mother sees all things, is ever watchful and ever just. She births through holy vision, the manifest power of good in all realms. Her gaze is upon you now. Trust her. Believe in the power of the divine to keep an eye on things for you. Trust that power to alert you when you need to know something or to understand what is happening in your life and what you need, even if you aren't so sure of that yourself at times. Be active in contesting negativity. The moment you feel something isn't coming from love, acknowledge it immediately. You don't have to make it about you or analyze it. Use your divine connection to deal with it promptly and effectively. Call for divine support in all things. You will not divert help away from someone else if you ask for it yourself. When you allow yourself to be helped, this empowers your path, which in turn helps all beings. Divine assistance is always there for you unconditionally. If you are not thinking the best thoughts, divine support will correct your thoughts. Never hesitate to call for that support. It is your greatest ally. Give up your attachment to past experiences of rejection and abandonment so that you can open up to how much the divine loves you and can help you. Practice feeling the confidence and unconditional trust in a higher power, knowing it is stronger than all else. I just love that. I feel like so powered up when I can trust in the divine timing of all of this and trusting my journey and trust 
and my power and strength to keep showing up every day, keep speaking my truth on behalf of myself and others. And it takes a great energy. And like I was saying before, there will be days where you feel defeated and it's part of it, but then it takes that spiritual practice, that connection to then refill you. And it doesn't take a lot. It takes prayer and it takes surrender and knowing that you can't do it all on your own, nor should you. And that I think is a beautiful blessing of this time is none of us know what's going on. None of us truly know what is happening. So innately we're having to surrender. We're having to have trust and really question things, question authority, question the government, question what we're being told, question mainstream media. It's okay to have a lot of questions and not a lot of answers. And as Americans, I feel like especially we don't like that. We don't like that space. We like knowing all the things or even faking knowing all the things. And I feel like that's what has gotten us into trouble. So let's be open. Let's stay open to what is, what is unfolding and how we can show up better. All right. End talk. So um, I'm so excited to share this episode with Dr. Maura Moynihan. She was the first guest last year on the Mother the Mother podcast. And it was such an honor to have her back. I love her so much. She's such a guiding light. And um, I wanted to have her on just to speak to how she's working through this portal of time during the pandemic. She has been working with clients the whole time. And um, I just wanted to have her on. I had a lot of episodes in the can, but I'm now shifting it a little bit to have more healers and mindful, conscious women share their own experience and their guidance through the pandemic. So it'll be shifting a little bit. I really hope that you enjoy the listen. You can follow her at Rosewood Healing. We'll have all that in the show notes. And as always, please DM me on Instagram at Mother the Mother. If you have any feedback, thoughts, or questions or topics you'd like to hear covered, you can also email me, McLean at motherthemother.com. And I really am asking a favor, asking for support. If you could please subscribe, rate, and review the show, I really need it to keep the podcast going. It's a whole algorithm thing and I have to really um, go for that. So I'm calling on your support and help. And if you do those, if you can please screenshot as you have done that and then email me mclean at motherthemother.com. I'm offering um, in the upcoming weeks for all of you that do that, a Zoom link to a free group coaching call where we will go deep. So that is my gift to you. And I always am so, so grateful for you being here, for your support. We've been going a year now. And um, in some ways, I feel like we're just getting started. So I love all of you. This is totally a co-creation. Sending love out to all of you. Jema. I'm so excited to share a product that I've been using. The past couple of months, I've been using Ned Full Spectrum Hemp Oil and CBD Oil, as many of you might know. And I've been using the Natural Cycles Kit with my Moon Cycle, which is four different products. Um, there's a beautiful belly balm. They call it the Period Soothe Salve. There's a Hormone Energized Roll-On, which smells delicious. I've been using it as perfume and it just helps me 
keep my energy high during the day and calm. It has all the yummy things I love, frankincense, lang lang, clary sage, as well as a couple other things. And then there's a daily period ease blend. And the thing that really I adore and obsessed with, I use it two to three times a day is the hormone balance blend, CBD oil, full spectrum. It has greatly been helping with my anxiety and helping me sleep at night and with no side effects. I've been trying to find the right CBD oil for my body in the past couple of years now. And I'm so sensitive to any THC or drugs or alcohol or anything like that. So even if there's a little bit of THC, um, I really feel hungover the next day. In this full spectrum, there's like a teeny, teeny minuscule amount of THC um, just to help activate um, the hemp oil. But it's really incredible. I love this company. It's all organic. A lot of women work on the team, which of course, you know, I love. And um, for a lot of you, you part, probably already know about CBD oil. You may have been using it, but for those of you that it's new for, it's a great addendum to your toolbox of healing tools. It's a great sleep aid. It's used to treat insomnia. It acts as an anti-inflammatory, natural pain reliever, helps to treat anxiety, PTSD, depression. It's a rich source of antioxidants and also an amazing addendum for chronic conditions such as epilepsy, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, and many more. Um, this company is totally legit clean, clean, clean. There's nothing in it except for full spectrum hemp oil, the hemp extract and the organic MCT oil. That's it. There's nothing else in it. And I love that this says on in their information, Ned energetically infuses all of its products with binaur binaural beats, positive affirmations and happy vibes. And I really do feel like the way that plants are treated, the way that they're harvested, the intention that's brought to them, the people working with the plants, it all matters. And I really stand behind this company. I stand behind this product. It has changed my moods. If you want to check out Ned and try their CBD for yourself, we have a special offer for the Mother the Mother audience. Go to www.helloned.com slash capital MTM or enter code capital MTM at checkout for 15% off your first order plus free shipping. That's helloned.com slash MTM to get 15% off your first order plus free shipping. Thank you, Ned. I'm so excited for you guys to get this opportunity to try it. Please reach out if you have any questions. Sending love, Jayma. Hi, I'm Laura. Hi, McLean. So good to be with you. Oh, I always <laughs> miss you, but now like it's so on. When this bullshit's over, we're hanging out. <laughs> Full on. <laughs> we're taking the kids. We're going to the woods. We're going to hike. We're going to take a uh, long hike. Yes. Oh, my God. Please. It's so good to see you. We've been talking for like 30 minutes before I hit record. <laughs> but, um, I'm just so happy to see your face. And mm -hmm. it's funny because I really haven't been that social. And I was just sharing with you, we've been on lockdown, the four of us, for five weeks. And... um I haven't really wanted to be on Zoom or talk to a lot of people. I've talked to just a few friends, but anyway, it feels really nice to see you and be with it's, you. I mean, you you are out of this world, McLean. Oh, okay. <laughs> Literally, guys, if you could see the backdrop of the Zoom call, I'm in outer space. <laughs> with your tie-dye, it's epic. <laughs> I'm just, like, I've just embraced through this time, especially. I'm just full-on old lady granola hippie. Mm. It's just who I am. It's just who mm. I am. Mm. Embracing it. 
Mm. So, yeah. So we, we just, you know, of course, dropped some gems. But in just settling in to now this call, this episode, I've been wanting to have you on again for many months. You were the first episode of the Mother of the Mother podcast. Mm. Legend a year ago now. Wow, congratulations. Wow, thanks. Yeah. It's been over a year. I've been wanting to have you on and you'll be back soon once this is over because there are a couple of deep dives I want to do with you. But it felt really relevant to have you on right now. So thank you for making time in your very busy schedule because we need guidance. And there's so many different things and aspects and levels to all of this. And I've been speaking to some of it personally, but I really wanted your, uh, your thoughts and your, you know, for you to deep dive a little bit with us and share your journey. I know that you've been working Mm -hmm. and really has been a beacon in this time because most of us aren't working and you are offering your services, which are very needed and important. And especially through this portal of time, like you were just sharing, the clients are coming to you for adjustments are so bound up physically from the fear of all of this. Absolutely. So if you like, maybe that's just a place to start. Like what is work looking like for you? How did you decide to keep working? What are your feelings on working right now with, you know, the public with clients and go from there. Great. And I'm going to ask um, if I said something earlier that I'm missing, if you could remind me, but I yeah. feel good luck with that. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my, my brain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I try. Mm, you know, I just am so grateful that I can be of service at this time right now. And I feel like I was saying earlier that I am just so clear that this, um, this service is important and needed. And I feel so confident in my experience of health and well-being that um, I feel feel strongly to be an advocate for that mm-hmm. and just start conversations or continue conversations about what health is and well-being you know we get a lot of information about you know pathogens and um, external influences right now about our health and I can be really scary and overwhelming yeah. and I like to definitely respect where anyone is coming from and what their truths are and to empower them with like, what, what are our options right now to boost your vitality and well-being and immune system and nervous system? And so much of that is just being in, a, being in a space where you can be heard and held and seen and loved. Like our nervous system will relax mm-hmm. and then our immune system responds. And if they want to come in wearing the masks and the gloves and they want me to wear that, I am so willing and here for them. And um, I have a lot of people who don't feel like they need that. And that's, I mean, all of it is welcome. And the, the underlying foundation is like, what is healing and what is boosting our health? And it really is like to be held and to mm. be seen. In, a, yeah. in an environment where they feel safe. Yeah. I have a lot of moms who are almost due and they're having so much stress about the birthing environments right now and their options. And, and then I'll have, I mean, some, 
families are coming from pretty far away with babies who've had birth trauma and like a lot going on. And I'm like, of course I'm open. This is the whole point of everything I've learned about the body, about spirituality, about community. Um, I feel just really clear that I'm going to stay open as long as I'm able and people that people want to come. Yeah. Yeah. I think something you did say earlier was this kind of like, this is almost like the epicenter of your work is to be here for people needing this care so badly. I mean, they always need your care because you're such a unique body worker um, and spiritual leader. But I think it's really beautiful that you do feel comfortable. And again, no judgment for people that do or don't feel comfortable working with a pelvic right now, but it's, it's really great that you have been able to offer that. Um, And then how, like, was that, so for me, one of the biggest things I see with my, my colleagues in the doula world and my mom friends and everything is just balancing kind of the family wants and desires. And so also knowing you have to take in your partner's belief system as well during this time. And I just see a lot of friction with that. Um, Yeah. So like, was your husband pretty much just like, cool, like no problems with that? Or did you guys have to go kind of through your own journey or what did that look like? So great. Um, Thanks for asking that. Uh, So when everything started happening, Jason works for baseball. So he was in spring training. So he'd been gone for, four weeks already. My mother-in-law <laughs> had been living with me. And um, so God bless us all. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Let me just interject. You have four boys. I have four boys. Just four boys, people. Yeah. That so you needed, you needed some help. Homeschooling. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. um, so he came back and he was like, he was in mainstream information and inundated with just mainstream media all day long. And so he was very concerned and that's totally where he was at. And that's totally understandable being that um, inundated. So he, he didn't really push anything on me, but he, he for himself was, um, which doesn't really make very much logical sense. Like he was cool with me working and treating the public and coming back home. Right. <laughs> but um, he was very uh, not interested in leaving the house except for groceries or the children. And that's yeah. totally understandable and fine. Um, I'd never experienced him like that before. So that was a new part of experiencing him. And after living with his mother for four weeks, I was like, ah, <laughs> I see. I see similarities. <laughs> but yeah, I I um really appreciate how he always supported me with um my service and my truth. And um if anything, I think part of my personality is when I was seeing him struggle so much that that like enlivened me to really like own what my truth was and to really clarify um what I experienced how important the host's environment is as opposed to how important the virus is right. and how, how when we really nurture and foster the, the highest level of health expression in the host, we can be exposed to viruses and, you know, asymptomatic carriers 
are those that it's not going to penetrate them right. as deeply. And with that being said, I, I, uh, I think I actually had it in, in the early uh, winter. I think my husband did too, because he had a crazy flu for like five weeks or just like, yeah. we didn't know it was like flu, bronchial, blah, blah, wow. blah. So I think he probably had it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's very tricky, but I think it's with all of this, at least this is where I'm trying to live in the space of everyone is having their own journey, which can change day by day. It's mm-hmm. also our belief system, where what's your faith, what's your trust and faith, not necessarily in like higher power, but faith in our medical system, faith in our government, Mm -hmm. faith in our media. There's Mm -hmm. so many levels to all of this. And Mm -hmm. it's just really been interesting. So you like, you really do see where you and your partner are on the same page or on different pages and then having Mm -hmm. to kind of compromise and um, yeah, just, it's a lot, there's a lot of lessons that have been coming through Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and holding that space. And and even with work and clients and because I've been going through that a lot myself of um, when am I going to see clients? What does that look like? What do I feel safe with? What does my husband feel safe with? You know, we've been paying our nanny for five weeks to not be here. What is that going to look like moving forward? Like there's just so many levels. And I do think that for most of us, we're so busy in our day and are just, life that there's so many like little, little cracks, like little minute cracks that you we justify or we move through or that maybe aren't that big a deal. Now they're big deals. And so mm. we're having to look at them and we're having yeah. to really reassess and it's not always going to feel good. You know, I mean, I've definitely had some days where I was like, I, this, this is not what I want. This is not what I wanted to have to be making these decisions now, but mm. looking at like, what the next couple months are, or, you know, through to the fall. It's just, um, and I know I'm not alone. So many of my clients have been, you know, reaching out a lot to me. A lot of my newly postpartum past clients talking to a lot of pregnant mamas. So when you mentioned that about your clients that are heavily pregnant, have you seen more opening up to home birth or? I have. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Just the um, just seeing their lack of options and the challenge of lack of support. I've had several convert late in the game, and it's been so beautiful to see how they've been connecting with just some phenomenal doulas and um, midwives. Awesome. It is so awesome. I'm so proud of this community mm. that we're a part of. It's we have a great community. Mm. Great community. And, you know, that's been interesting, too, because the, the doula world's gotten a bit polarized over all of this. So, huh. yeah, it's gotten very political, which, again, it's all information. And I think it's good right. to, hold, to hold for all of it, you know, yeah. um, just to know that we all really do have our own journey. Our families, like I was just saying, our families have different needs. And I think it's just it's such a massive learning curve for all involved of like literally everyone has their own journey and you never know what people are walking through and you just, we can't judge. It's, exactly. it's everyone's right. If they want to be working right now, if they don't want to be working, what that looks like, if they can, if they can't just really allowing for it to be whatever people need it to be. Ah, oh, McLean, like just um, piggybacking on what we were saying earlier with um, just staying open like this every single day is such a dynamic influx of information 
Yeah. And um, when we stay open and curious about all of the things that we're receiving, it's just, again, like the, in the community sense of being heard, like there, my truth is my truth and it's not necessarily yours or someone else's. And, and when we stay open and compassionate, um, I feel like I have another opportunity to discern things that I'm like, this is my truth and this is wrong and this is not okay. And then I had a recent experience and someone pointed something else out to me and it was like, oh, mm-hmm. wow. Like there's such freedom and also releasing this, like, this is yeah. you know, had something to do with pharmaceuticals and whatnot. And, and I was just like, no, that's wrong. It's bad. And they proposed something and I was like, oh, just appreciating their perspective. Like these are things that like, duh, obviously, but because yeah. of all the fear and anxiety that's happening, it's like we grab onto anything we can grab onto. It's like, well, this is how I believe it. And like, this is wrong. So then I can feel safe. Yeah. It's like bullshit. Yeah. And it's hard too, because especially for us that work with people that have maybe suffered side effects or had real issues with more of the mainstream stuff, it's, it's um, easy to demonize those things, but also always holding the paradox of everything. There is no just black, white. And um, I, for one, have to really work with that because I'm a Scorpio and I like (laughs) to really fiercely feel things and, Mm. um, or I don't know if I like to, but that's just what happens. But like we were talking about before we started recording, you know, I personally think there are many different things happening right now. I feel like mm. none of us actually have any clue the different levels and stages and variables happening. And I just have to release that. I have to release that total need for control. Like I've never used the serenity prayer as much as I do now because mm. I can't control all these other things because I don't even know what's right or wrong or true right. or false. And so yeah, it's really just the daily work is a spiritual practice. And this morning, this day, I'm still at home. I'm still with both my girls. I'm still trying to figure out what work looks like. Still cooking three meals a day and cleaning Mm. all day and Mm. trying to, you know, be loving and supportive to my husband. Mm. And like, that's my work right now. And I just, um, I'm trying to be easy with myself to not have to be creating like the best online program right now or whatever it is, (laughs) you know, it's just like, being present and connecting to spirit and meditating. Like meditation is really my medicine right now. Ah, McLean, I was um, talking to Jason earlier today about, um, I don't really remember what we're talking about, but it came up like, you know, the external is a reflection of our internal, how we're seeing things on the outside. And so the foundation of our spiritual practice and checking in and nurturing our truth and our faith in, in, you know, the medical system and our bodies, but truly in our source and our connection to that, when that is nurtured, then we can actually show up and receive all this information in a way that we can actually receive it. Right. When that vessel is depleted, it's so overwhelming. So overwhelming. So overwhelming. And then it's so easy to kind of get in that victim mode, you know? hundred percent. And it's totally scary. And like that component that you bring up with your partner, like, if your partner's wigging out and, and feeling like they need to tend to their, their experience. And I mean, it's hard to even find our center then. Mm -hmm. So that's a really, really important point. 
And I just see it. I mean, I think in, you know, macro and micro levels, we're all going through it in partnership Mm -hmm. and in partnership with our children and Mm -hmm. the family dynamic. Like it's just, it's so much. And I just really see and commend everyone just literally showing up every day because it's like ninja moves on the hour to hold, you know, for our kids too. I mean, my oldest is so chill and like a week ago really hit her of like mm. a lot of crying and tantruming. Mm. It's not normal to not see your friends. It's not, right. you know, and yeah. to be playing outside. I mean, we get outside, but not to how she normally does. And it's mm-hmm. just, you know. Oh yeah. Weird. Yeah. Weird times. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and great appreciation for simple things like mm-hmm. being able to see friends, coffee shops, Oh my God. I know. Deep appreciation. Deep. I know. I know. I know. I can't even get to the woods near me now. It's closed. Right. I was thinking about that. And the beach. I mean, I guess, yeah. I mean, I guess you could sneak in, but then that, that feels like weird too. Mm -hmm. So what are your practices? Cause you're working a lot. You have four children. You have a husband. What, like, how are you keep on keeping on right now? Well, I uh, have a exercise routine in the morning that I just love so much. And then afterwards, I'll meditate. Um, and then I'll go to work. Um, and Jason is doing his free breath work twice a week. And that's been really very helpful and supportive. That's another benefit. There are so many Zoom calls now, like so many classes that I would never make time for or experience that I'm like, hell yeah, I'll do your sound bath meditation (laughs) in my bed. Like, yeah. That's awesome. Um, So there are those foundational pieces. And then I'm just cooking a lot. Mm -hmm. And I'm connecting with my family a lot. And my schedule is still very full, but there is definitely been like a pause on the the frenetic rushing, obviously. And so just to be with the kids has been amazing. That's so nice. Like one of my sons um, used to always bite his nails like to the, to the edge forever. And, and now he's got these <laughs> dirty long nails and I'm like, yeah. Oh, that's so gross and amazing and so reflective of like oh you're like regulating yeah Mm -hmm. that's really powerful yeah I mean (laughs) he's fighting non-stop with his brother but it's it's a safe experience for him obviously like Mm -hmm. they're and then it trips me out sometimes just to think about like this is their childhood and they're going to remember this time where everything stopped and they just stayed at home with their families and yeah. ate all the things and all the things. I know. It's so trippy. How about you? What are you doing? Really just meditation. Um, like I was sharing before, I was doing that with Goldie when she napped, but mm. The sleep schedule is so out of control that um, I was losing my mind two nights ago to the point where my husband was like, 
I'm sleep training her tonight. And I was like, but she's not used to you. She was like fine in 45 minutes. Last night, she cried for five minutes, maybe. And yeah, so she's really okay. Just keeping her up through the nap. And I love the nap time because that's, I I put my headphones on in her room and, you know, meditate. But now I guess I'll just do that when I'm going to bed earlier and Mm. get on the biomat. I've been working with um, an online program of Trimati. Do you know her? No. It sounds familiar though. She's amazing. She's been on the podcast. She's mm. in LA. She's incredible. Straight up like mystic witch mentor vibes. And she oh, has yeah. a monthly membership and there are different meditations in her portal. And they're very different than what I normally do to meditate. And so it's, huh. just, it's like a guided thing. So I try to do that once a day. Mm. And if I don't have time for that, I'll just do a quick you know, like five, 10 minute, just breathing meditation. I've been nice. offering twice a week meditation for moms on live. So that's been good. Mm-hmm. Um, just to know I have to do that too has been really mm-hmm. helpful and awesome. of service in some way. But yeah, I mean, it's really been the meditation. I want to be exercising more and we'll, you know, find like little times and bits and pieces. But I mean, to- toddler life is just full, full, full on. That is. But we're also having fun too. I mean, like you said, it's like we're having such great family time. I love homeschooling. This is quarantine schooling, so I'm not even going to like put it in the same category. But um, I'm, I'm really into the idea of homeschooling, but I love being with my kids all day. And, I mean, I would like some breaks. <laughs> I would like some more support. But, uh, but overall, I really like, I like what's happening in a lot of ways, mm. just personally. But, you know, then there's all the, the other big feelings about the world and family members and the people that are losing lives and are sick and are scared and are you know, going to be really hit by all of this. You know, yeah. it's all the levels. But I really try to check myself that I'm not spiritually bypassing. Nice. And... I'm a white woman, very mm. privileged. I'm mm. able to stay home. I'm, you know, we're not losing our shirt over this. Like mm. I'm very, very lucky. And so it's like, how can I be of service? How can I be doing things on zoom or online? My coaching calls that are of service and then also hold for all the people suffering, but it doesn't, it doesn't help me either to be miserable all day, like crying and depressed. Like that isn't serving anybody. So it's finding the, that balance, um, you know, and it's totally, it's all of it. I, I think that's really rich that you're the, the fact I, that resonates so much. The, um, not spiritually bypassing, recognizing our privilege, giving back and Staying like and not we're, how recognizing that when we're just falling over on the floor, we're not we're not helpful to anyone. No, and especially our kids that are like going through a lot right now. Mm-hmm. You know, and my husband is going through a lot right now, and he's he's having to be the boss to all these people that are freaking out. You know, so it's mm-hmm. it's not. I mean, we all I think need days where we're feeling the feelings so that we can let these little deaths happen and then we can come back and we can come back kind of stronger or softer or whatever mm-hmm. it is for each one of us. But it's not serving anyone to be upset or ragey or, you know, allowing your nervous system to get so inundated that you're snapping or yelling at your kids. Like none of that is 
constructive right now. Totally. And I love that you're bringing that up because those, like we were saying earlier, the people that I'm seeing that are in the most physical pain are the ones that are just in so much anxiety and um, are all stirred up. And, and it's so freaking painful in our minds and in our bodies and in our homes. And so that's where I really feel the importance of showing up and being like, okay, so while recognizing that you are in so much pain and acknowledging it, how can we find the place inside where you have access to your wisdom so that yes, this is happening out there. This is happening in here and just cultivating that place, whether it's through meditation or any type of intentional work so that we can just see the very next step. We don't know what the hell is going to happen, but just the very next step. I love that. Yeah. Because that is really what we we have. Like we have the present and then like maybe just the next step, you know? Are you seeing with the people that are coming in, are they more scared of actually catching the virus or are they more scared of the socioeconomical issues coming from? Well, given the population of the, the very pregnant women and the very little ones, they're more fearful of being exposed to anything. Mm-hmm. And so we're taking like every single measure that's possible for the office with filters and cleaning and, and all of the appropriate things. And then the, the patients that come in are that are come in just regularly for wellness. Yeah. They're like, we need to prevent yeah. um, any type of disease. They're more of the socioeconomic yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I am seeing more, my, my wellness people are, they're a smaller percentage at this time. I'm seeing a lot of people who are just in a lot of pain. And I mean, there's so many levels to that. So many. I have so much compassion and empathy and love for the women that are going into their births right now. Yeah. It's so much to hold. Yes. And then not let fear overwhelm you so you actually can open and have less interventions. Yes. Which is obviously healthier always, and especially at this time. But it's yeah. um especially for first time mamas that it's all unknown. It's it's really a lot. It's really a lot. Yeah. But then you, then the flip side, and again I don't want to spiritually bypass, but the flip side is like it's what is happening mm-hmm. and it's real warrior mode. Of just like, you got this, your body can do it. You know, let's, let's get it. I love that you're saying that because that's the truth. It's like being in acceptance is where the power is and is where the truth is. While acknowledging the shitty part, of course, but it's like, okay. And so then what are we going to do about it? Yeah. How are we going to move through this? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I, I have a girlfriend who just gave birth to twins. She has a toddler. Oh my. <laughs> late, 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 late. Yeah, I know. Gave tw- birth to twins two weeks ago in the midst of all this. Wow. And then I have another friend who's about to have uh, a home birth. Wow. Um, what is coming up with your kids? So my oldest is in the eighth grade at Ocean Charter. And so their school, it's pretty much they stay in the same class, first grade through eighth. So he's not completing the graduation and the school dances and the field trips and uh, and he was 
he was the school president (laughs) and I know and he was in all these plays and I was like are you okay like this is just this is a loss and he's like yeah I just hate the zoom calls he's so in the moment he's not I'm I was projecting so much onto him totally I would have too like oh yeah and so he's going to high school next year where is he going do you know where he's going to high school yet Culver because it's like right down the street awesome And the other guys, they're doing well. I mean, there's just there's a lot of fighting, but um, it's not like malicious. It's just there's just so much energy, and there's brothers nearby, so they just kind of wrestle all over the place. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing you once, and you were like, "Yeah, I just said how I'm like my kids literally just jumped off the roof." <laughs> like I was like, "Oh my god, you're amazing!" Yeah, they they devised the system of having the trampoline right next to the garage, so they climb up onto the top of the garage and then jump off of it onto the trampoline, and then um, it is pretty awesome. It is pretty awesome until like one day I saw a bunch of the neighborhood kids jumping off my garage roof, oh, and god. I was like, "So yeah, no, no not <laughs> no more complete." <laughs> Glad you enjoyed that. Oh, yeah, good. they're they're full on. So what are some top things that you're doing or leading your clients into as far as immune system? Are you into the colloidal silver? Like what are your top kind of prevention things? Uh, I, yes. So I love the colloidal. Um, zinc vitamin D, vitamin A, or liposomal mm-hmm. vitamin C. Um, but then it's, then just like foundational, like sleep. Yeah. Connecting with your people, watching funny movies or having something that's like lighthearted in your life. Um, movement, like really basic, important nourishment. What are you feeding your your mind? What are you reading? Yeah, so um, yeah. Turn and off so the news. Just turn it's, off the it's news. Too much. Yes. Um, what kind of self care? What kind of uh, spiritual practices are you participating in? You know, and then again, predominantly people are coming in for pain, mm-hmm. and so then it's like, how do you meet your body? How do you address this uh, divinely? orchestrated and devised vessel that you're in and and when it's in pain because nobody's out there like on spin bikes and and like hiking they're not like doing things that are getting them injured they're just like oh i reached for something and my back went out or oh i slept funny i'm like that's not how it works (laughs) (laughs) i mean i appreciate that we hear about it all the time but like oh your disc didn't just herniate because you slept funny or you lifted the baby too much. It's like your body is trying to communicate to you. Mm. It's trying to get your attention. And so it's an invitation inward. So even just utilizing that invitation of like, can you just turn towards yourself and be really gentle and loving with yourself? Can you be curious about what is trying to be communicated to you? Um, And then there's like exercise that you can do like non-dominant handwriting or gestalting with body parts or, or whatnot, but that has been the biggest topic of conversation, utilizing what they're coming in for, where normally they're like, let's just get rid of this. Can you just crack it out of me? Can you just like make it go away? And I'm like, that completely 
first of all, no. No. <laughs> um, but I mean, that like, sounds good, but it doesn't yes. really work that way. Yeah, exactly. And so, um, but just honoring where they're at. Yeah. Because being in pain is like the most vulnerable place we can be in. Something I wanted to speak to that you just mentioned, because I know mothers that have babies or toddlers that are like, yeah, I want to be meditating every day or doing the Zoom classes. And I literally don't have time. Or by the time I do, I just want to scroll on Instagram or take a bath or just pass out. So I think that's a whole other topic. But just to like put a little note for people that if you're listening to this and feeling that and feeling super resentful, like I was saying earlier, it's like these little cracks, these little fissures that we we deal with or we just take for the team of our family now they're like at a crescendo mm. and like I was sharing Friday night I was I know my nervous system I was at so capacity mm. I literally wanted just to like use the f word on my toddler to go to sleep just mm-hmm. go the f to sleep and that doesn't feel good to me that's not how I'm <laughs> You know, luckily my husband really saw that and like mm. I still was trying to like control it and take over. He was like, no, like you need to go upstairs, you need to get get in a bath, put your headphones on. Mm. Like, I'm going to handle it. And it worked out. And um, that's because he's very mindful of that stuff. It also has taken us five weeks to kind of figure out our quote unquote new normal. And like, like I was sharing with you this week, I've now booked out time because he works super full time. I've now... Mm taking some hours to do work or go for a walk or whatever, but it's taken us five weeks, you know, yeah. um, cause he's the main earner, especially right now, you know, he does need to work full time. He does need to be well rested. Like all of those things do matter for the health and sustainability of our family. And it has to be balanced somehow. And I listened to really beautiful zoom the other day with Aaron Anberg of totem women and mm. He wrote that book, Fair Play, mm. but I follow her and mm. my husband David actually ordered Fair Play a couple months ago. And it's really interesting and how I think a lot of couples are seeing this right now, uh, mm. like inequity, the inequality of the male-female roles in mm. family. And mm. your nervous system can only hold these things so much before you just rage, you know, yeah. or torch somebody. So. I think that's just an aspect too of like, if you're getting to the point where you have zero time for exercise or self care or like an hour to yourself over the span of a couple of days, like that's a real heads up that yeah. you're going to come back to the drawing board and have some difficult conversations. Yeah. I think that's so important to speak to and it's so valid and um, just seeing women depleted yeah. um, is is a really tough thing. And uh, I mean, this is a really rich topic. This is, and of course it's amplified at this time, Um, but it's like fundamentally being kind to ourselves. Like this has never been like this. This is never, like we would at least have a mother or grandmother or a neighbor or a, but it's like the incessant outflow of energy towards tending to everyone's needs is bonkers. It's bonkers. Especially like a lot of the, the women working full-time jobs at like corporate jobs from home. And, you know, like you were saying, you were getting 45 emails a day 
for all four of your kids. Just from school. school. Like yeah, no, it's just nonstop. Like it's such a full-time job and, and this pressure we're all putting on ourselves and there has to be that new, that conversation mm-hmm. of like, this is what's happening now. We have to find some sort of tap out situation because Absolutely. it's sustainable. And like, hopefully we'll be back to more of a normal soonish, but um, we can't bet on it. And, and all that resentment, you know, I mean, I find too, it's like, even if I don't want to be mad at my husband or like he hasn't really done anything by projecting on just that I haven't asked for my needs. Mm. I don't want to like take it out on him or I'm trying not to, it'll bleed out somewhere. So then it ends up bleeding out on my kids, you know, mm. and that is not a model that I want to ever have happen, you know? So just speaking to all you women listening that are going through that. And I think we all are on different days and different hours and just knowing we have to own what our needs are right now. Yes. And so if that's like extra screen time for the kids, or if that's just, I mean, cutting corners in certain ways and like more sweets or whatever the hell it is, this is like, what's the kindest choice right now? Totally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love Glennon Doyle. I've been following her a lot and I, I reposted her, her talk the other day, her IGT live, but it was so funny because she was a teacher and she was like, you start strong and you end strong. The rest of the day in the middle, mediocre. She's like, <laughs> activity. You have seven to eight hours of TV. Then you have a fun activity to round it out. Done. Your day is done. Oh, thank God for her. I know. Thank God for She's her. She's magnificent. She's magnificent. And like, I mean, I clearly don't do that much screen time because my are little, but um, just take that break. And I had like two meetings that day. I was already stressing out about it. I was like, yeah. They're going to watch some more Peppa the Pig, you know, like <laughs> that's what's happening right now. And I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm just <laughs> yeah, totally. That's so legit and real. And, uh, oh my gosh, McLean, like, this is just, I mean, I grew up on like Dorito and bologna sandwiches and three's company. And it's like, <laughs> we, it's going to be okay. We just, yeah. Yeah. And, it, you know, I think it is actually, that's a really great learning lesson too, because we can get so extreme with all yeah. of it. So it's just like, what's the middle path right now? This isn't yeah. forever, but easing up and allowing mm-hmm. kids to ease up and everything. So, mm-hmm. Well, I feel like you really shared some great things and things to think about. It's like just scratching the top of the surface, but really I think it all is about connecting to your own health, whatever that means to you and finding support for that. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Mental health, emotional health, physical health. Absolutely. Is there any um, thing that you would like to close with or do you feel like we've covered everything? No, it's just, it's always so wonderful to be connected with you. I think that what you're doing, having this podcast and reaching out and speaking to women all over the place, experiencing their own experience underneath this umbrella of the times is really just extraordinary. And I see you and I'm so proud of you. And it's an honor to be here with you. Thank you. I love you. I can't wait to hug you in person very soon. Yes. And thank you for being such a pillar of our community because you are so beloved. Mm-hmm. Everyone that knows you loves you, and mm-hmm. you are a, a real light beam in this time. So, 
thank you and keep on keeping on. Amen, sis. <laughs> I love you. Love you. Let's connect very soon. Yes. Sending love out to everybody. Jay Ma. Bye. <laughs>